0: This was it. A boy in his next-door neighbor battling the trickiest fish in Lucky Duck Lake. Hello, tippy! That's what we're doing! Come on. Mr. Diggs! I go with Duck Hey, everybody. That ridiculously loud air conditioner that you're hearing in the background means that it's time for another episode of Dear Journal. Um... Yeah, it's hot outside, and uh, most podcasters, they turn off their air conditioner, but I'm not willing to compromise, so I'm leaving the air conditioner on. Today, we are talking about episode nine, uh, Doug's Big Catch and Slash Doug's Needs Money. Um, both episodes are Mr. Dink episodes, Um. So, uh, you know, interesting enough, a criticism that I've heard of a lot of stuff lately that people don't like is, uh, that things feel first drafty. And I would say both episodes, um, here, uh, are a little feel a little first drafty. And they also feel like they would have worked better as a longer episode They're trying to do maybe a little bit of a too complicated of a story for so they feel like they're missing and missing an act or something. Um, Doug's big catch. I think it's the old man in the sea uh, is the thing, but it's the, the story of the oh, the guy that's been trying to get the big fish for the long time and nobody believes him that the big fish exists. And then he and then he catches it. With uh, some some interesting uh, differences, I really liked that he stole Mister Dink's wallet back in the day, and then when they finally do catch him, and he's just like a normal sized fish, uh, is a pretty good is a pretty good gag. You know, the premise is they're gonna go out fishing, and Mister Dink has too many gadgets, and it sinks his boat. I would have liked it better if instead of Doug fishing with a shoestring and a piece of chewing gum as bait that doesn't seem like I don't think chewing gum would be very good uh, bait for fish that uh, you know if they'd have if they'd have gone out with a you know a more humble boat like and it would have been you know kind of humbling for Mr. Dink uh, you know and then also Doug throws the line in and instantly he gets the bite and he instantly catches the fish I mean it's it's a probably just a necessary evil of of uh of it being a short uh show, you know, little ten minute show or whatever. Uh but it probably could have you know, this is where the first draftiness, like, you probably could have given it one more pass and uh moved some stuff around. The uh the the scene with the the hot dog and everybody making fun of Doug and Everything, it it feels very, you know, and Doug trying to get out of going on the boat with him feels just very like, I don't know, feels a little tacked on, feels like it would be better if you just, if you'd focused on the core story and and had a little bit more development. And then Doug Needs Money, Um, that one bothered me a little bit, you know, Doug breaks Mr. Dink's grill Accidentally, and uh, Mr. Dink is all upset about it and stuff. And Doug won't tell him, but he tries to, you know, make extra money to uh, to to pay for the grill. I I I will say I really like I really like that he was unsuccessful. That he uh, you know that they ended up losing money on all their little schemes feels very uh charlie brown kind of thing i also liked mr dink realizing that uh you know maybe he was overreacting maybe he was being too materialistic or whatever but kind of again with the other as as with the other story it felt like it felt like it was all crammed in you know if you'd have had it might have been better if somebody had pointed out earlier in the episode that maybe Mr. Dink was overreacting or if somebody had pointed out to him that he was, that he was, uh, you know, you know that, that what matters is something like it, as opposed to him just being like, and, you know, maybe I've been, you, you, you know, and, you know, maybe I've, I've been overreacting to, I don't know. It just felt a little, felt a little rushed. Felt a little first drafty, felt a little something, but, uh, I, I did like that both episodes were Mr. Dink episodes. So like, uh, having, uh, kind of some, some thematic similarities, spending, getting to spend a little bit, a little bit more time with, a with a character that I really like from the show. Um, you know, the whole, uh, you know, very expensive, you know, like i really like you know him being kind of a a dorky gadget guy um you know him having a a wife who who tolerates him and i mean i feel like i feel like uh they they care about each other she's not like a like a uh misogynist uh cartoon character but i mean she is a cartoon character but I don't know. I feel like she's, she's written really pretty believably like Mr. Dink is good-natured and is good-natured enough. I, you know, you know, big picture with the Doug means money episode. This is, there are some aspects that are, that are kind of quintessential Doug. Like the idea that he, he did something and he's scared to death of the consequences, even though there aren't really going to be that many consequences is a very, like common theme of Doug, it's you know the the sort of anxiety that that he has, which is um, which is really which is really apt here. I mean, you know, even if he had approached Mister Dink without trying to do all the uh, odd jobs, I think that Mister Mister Dink would be like, oh, you know, those accidents happen. I mean, yes, he was very excited about his uh, custom grill that he spent a bunch of money on, but he also Now he gets another, now he gets an excuse to buy another grill, which is really, that's really what Mr. Dink likes to do is he likes to buy expensive gadgets. So he can either have another custom grill made that's even better, or he can, you know, go out and do something else. And he would have had, yeah, he would have had Doug and Skeeter do odd jobs for him throughout the summer to pay for it anyway. Um, you know, whatever, I don't know what Mr. Dink does for a living or if he's retired or whatever, but he's got, he's got plenty of money. I don't know. I don't know. Like it, but it, it just bugged me. Like what happened? What happens if you, you know, they make the money. First of all, they don't, they don't know how much the grill costs. So they, you know, they make, they make him $200 and they're like, sorry, Mr. Dink. We bought, we, we, uh, we, we broke your grill, but here we've got money to pay for it. And then he's like, uh, this grill was $4,000, you know, or, or he's like that, that grill was made, you know, was made custom. I can't, it's irreplaceable or, or he's like, Oh, you didn't have to do that. And then he lets him keep like, it doesn't necessarily fix the problem them, them paying for it. But at the same time, it's the sort of bargaining thing that, that Doug, does, that Doug does. Like he, he, fig- he figures out what he thinks the best solution is going to be. And then, and then does that, whether it is or not, I don't know. Uh, I've been a little rambly. I'm about out of time. Uh, Cause I got to go to work. So thanks for listening. Have a good day.